everyone. Thank you for listening to the Full of Joy podcast today. I am your host, Francesca Borman, a joy and self-development influencer, and I am so excited for today's episode. So I got to interview an amazing lifestyle designer, Kendra. So you are going to hear all about Kendra's story today. Kendra is like the queen of self-love, and she shares so much good advice and tips Um, and practices we can do to grow in our own self-love. So I'm super excited for you guys to hear from Kendra today. Um, But before we get started, I encourage you to take a screenshot and share your biggest takeaways with me over on Instagram. Just tag me at Francesca X or at Full of Joy Podcast. And if you have any requests for guests coming up or topics you want me to cover, uh, go ahead and leave me a review to let me know. I love reading those and I love hearing from you guys. So So let's go ahead and jump into today's episode. So over the past few months, all of my podcast episodes have been interviews. And I am so lucky and so thankful that I get to interview so many amazing entrepreneurial women. So I interviewed, I think it was 10 or so now women um, that are entrepreneurs and they share their story, their story of how they got started because the most commonly asked question that I get is how do I get started? I'm so thankful that you guys can come to me and ask me those types of questions. I love being that person for you. So I have an amazing woman today. Her name is Kendra Arujo. So Kendra calls herself a rebel lifestyle designer. So she has created a system to recognize ways that we limit ourselves and she gives tips and advice on how to start saying yes to yourself and seeing all the ways that we can expand. So Kendra is going to be sharing all of her knowledge on self-love and doing what's best for you. So keep listening to hear how she can help you own your dreams and release the dreams that are not yours. Thank you so much for taking the time to be on the Full of Joy podcast. I know I was telling you that we could just learn so much from you and you just are a wealth of knowledge and inspiration and advice. (laughs) So I have so many questions for you. So you are an interior designer. Um, I am. You are a podcast host also called and live your dream life. Um, You're a self-love and wellness coach. Um, You just wrote a book. I think it was released in January. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. You know what? It was this big dream to just share this message to women everywhere to just do what they really want, to follow their dreams, to love themselves enough to say yes to their dreams and to what they really want. And that book was like the um, the way to do that, the easiest yeah. way to reach more people. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited to read it. I know I just downloaded your um, email list and you like you send out like two free chapters. So I'm excited to read those too. Um, Oh yeah. Yeah. So I know that you call yourself a rebel (laughs) and like your podcast is called rebel and live your dream life. So rebel is not something that we typically hear from like a wellness coach. So why do you call yourself a rebel lifestyle designer? Take us through that. Well, yes, of course. Well, this is the thing about being a rebel. You can be a rebel with the slightest of things, but in this day and age, everyone and everything around us is very geared towards do, 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 have, 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 and live up to expectations, especially if we come from a family where expectations are a big thing and our parents expect us to be one thing and not the other. Being a rebel in that sense is saying no to all of that, taking a step back 
and taking the time to realize what it is that I truly want and then doing that. That's why I call myself a rebel. I've been doing my best since I was 14 years old and I realized this to do that. And also, again, the media and, and just really trying to drill onto us the look of a perfect woman or what a woman is supposed to be, look, act, say, and being a rebel is saying no to that again and then just doing what feels good to you, being okay with who you are because you're perfect. So ah, that's amen. what a rebel means to me. That is so inspiring. And it's so true. Like having those expectations, even if they're like from yourself, like even putting expectations on yourself is so limiting um, and can even cause anxiety and just cause you to not, you know, even dream big or, and especially not even take actions to go towards your dreams. Um, so you talk right. about loving yourself to success. I want to hear about this <laughs> because I personally have been really struggling with self-love lately. Um, and I don't know if it's just the, like the amount of time that I'm spending on social media, looking at other people because of the situation that the world is in or what it is, but I've been having like really negative self-talk and negative self-love. And that's typically not like me. I'm typically really confident and, um, you know, sure myself and I have so many dreams and goals, but, um, so yeah, I want to hear your take on loving yourself to success. Like how does self-love bring opportunities for success? Right. And what I call that is actually self-love in action. Self-love to me, my definition of self-love is doing what is best for you, is saying yes to the things that feel good, that make you feel good. And that's not just self-care, which is obviously very important. Things like moving your body, things like taking care of your skin, you know, drinking enough water, just really paying attention to your needs. But also, like that's an aspect of it and it's, and it's very important, right? I feel like in social media, it's very romanticized as is that's the only way to like self-love, self-care, just yeah. put on a mask and, you know, and, and, it, and that's very good. Nothing against that. I mean, we all do it and it's fun and it's also good for our face, you know, or the skin, <laughs> but, but self-love is so much more than that. It's also saying yes to the things you want to do, saying no to things that are not for your, in your best interest, that are not, that are not for your highest good in a sense and that just don't feel good that feel that you feel pressure saying yes to and that we should and we know we should be saying no to and that that really is a lot of the things not just the things we do the people we hang out with the people we call our friends the people we allow into our homes into our life that we give our time and attention to and up self applying self-love or applied self-love is really realizing this in our core that we are allowed to say no you know that it's not selfish to take care of you and again not just your skin and your body but also your soul your mind your space and your time and loving yourself to success is learning to say yes to the things you truly want when you love yourself to the point of saying, you know what, I'm not going to do things that are not in my best interest. I'm just going to say yes to the things that are going to take me to where I want to go, to the mm -hmm. things I want to be, do, be doing. That's when that self-love becomes like the forest and the reason you achieve success because you decided that you deserve the best because you do and you're not, and you're going to say no to everything that is not that. Yes. Okay. So Take me through how you 
like trust yourself in this situation. So like, if I have this like societal pressure to have a certain job or something like that, um, and like, I might enjoy that job a little bit and I'm making money from it, but I have this big dream. Like, how do I trust myself to, you know, make the best decision for, how do I know what's best for me? <laughs> That's an important question because I feel like we all go through that. We all yeah. go through, we've all been in jobs. We were like, okay, this is fun, but I kind of want to be doing this other thing. Like, this is what I really want to be doing. And the, the truth is you have to start one step at a time. There's like really no other way. And self-love is like this muscle that you're going to work. You start by saying yes to little things. Like, you know what? This morning before going to work, I'm going to just say yes to maybe drinking a little bit more water, waking up just slightly earlier so I can just sort of center my thoughts and make a plan for my day that feels good to me. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to do my eight hours, you know, at the office, but then I'm also, I don't know, I'm going to go stretch. I'm going to go for a run. I'm going to call my girlfriend. I'm going to go out for a drink. I'm going to do, you know, something that makes you feel amazing in a life and, or the opposite, just saying no. You know what? This friend called me out for drinks after work. And every time I talk to them, I feel like drained, like, you know, they're just not the best influence. So I'm going to say no to that. Mm-hmm. And little by little, you start like, oh, I can actually say no. Like you said no the first time. And then you're like, oh, I feel good. It worked. So I can do it again. And now bigger and bigger and bigger. And I have this really cool story when I was, that really comes down to how to start saying yes to your dreams. You know, like I said, I was, um, I've been trying my best to say yes to the things that I want and no to the things that I don't want for as long as I can remember. And sometimes it's really hard. I remember when I was planning my wedding, there was all these expectations. Like I'm Mexican and the idea for wedding is that everyone and their dog is invited to the wedding. You see what, like just about everybody and you're talking about like 500 people and you're like, hold on, what's happening? This was supposed to be my special day with the people I want in there, but there's all this pressure. And I had to be, there was this point where it wasn't okay, apparently to society or just to my extended family that my soon-to-be husband and I did this dance. And we were like, okay, this is just getting out of control. We're going to say no to this big party that we didn't even want to start with. And we're going to say yes to what we truly wanted. And we sort of eloped to the beach with just a bunch of our close family and friends. And that was like a, a bigger yes, right? But if I'm being fully honest, right now I'm planning our third wedding because that was like, an, we're, we're, it's, our, it's, it's our anniversary coming up. Aww. And this time I'm actually going to do the wedding that I wanted from the start, which was this Mayan ceremony in the jungle with just like 10 people and that, but it took me 80 years to go from this saying no 80 years ago Mm. to saying full no, like no to expectations, not even the white, well, I'm having a white dress because I want to, but you know what I mean? Like no to the big ceremony, Mm. yes to what I truly wanted from the start, but it took 80 years for a full yes. See what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's a muscle that you have to be working slowly, slowly, one step at a time. And the thing about social media, because I love that you mentioned that, it can be so tricky. It's so important that we're following accounts that empower us versus Mm -hmm. there's this concept that a friend of mine came up with called Comparanoia. He wrote this amazing book about it. And it's when we can stop to compare ourselves. 
because it's it's just natural and it's not something we should judge ourselves on doing because it again it just comes up naturally but once we know that then we can take responsibility of who am i following and how are they making me feel mm-hmm. and yeah, start definitely. to take responsibility i like that um I want to ask, so like you said, it took about eight years for you to fully come into this um, identity of being able to trust yourself and being able to um, fully follow through with what you desire. So with your situation or for really anyone who has made a mistake or um, done something they didn't want to do and like, you know, kind of self-sabotage, how do you forgive yourself for those years of not getting what you want and for those years of saying no when you should have said yes like how do you go through that forgiveness for even yourself or people around you this is where self-love comes in again and and in this case self-compassion you know we all make mistakes no one's walking around being perfect i feel like the first thing to realize is like everybody we adore and our idols and all those people we follow on social media that have perfect lives we don't have perfect lives they don't have perfect lives we don't have perfect lives no one has a perfect life Therefore, making mistakes is just natural. And I feel like just fully embracing the fact that you're going to make mistakes because we all make mistakes is the first step to being like, okay, I made a mistake. And it's not really a mistake if we think about it. It's just like, you know what? I didn't fully say yes to what I wanted. Yeah. Like I said, a halfway yes. Or even I said a no. And I completely did the opposite. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just, you know what? Next time, I'm going to do a little bit better, a little bit more. And it's forgiveness is key, but I feel like it's forgiveness in this scenario suggests that there's something to forgive Mm. when there's not, we didn't really do anything wrong. And by becoming aware, you're actually doing something amazing because you are aware of what's happening. Yeah. And again, that's going to help you the next time you, you're facing that decision. Like you're planning your third wedding and this time you're going to say yes to what <laughs> you truly want. You see what I mean? It's just, it's more of a, okay, I didn't follow through. Okay, how do I feel about it? I'm very big on, and, and this was actually on my latest episode. I'm, I'm, I'm a very positive person. And what that means is sometimes I'm very good at masking negative emotions. Mm-hmm. But that's not really the appropriate way to deal with them. The easiest way and actually the fastest way to get over it is going through them. Like, mm-hmm. okay, how do I feel? I feel disappointed on myself or whatever that means. And just allowing that, just allowing that disappointment to exist in your body for a few minutes because it really only takes about five minutes for it to go away on its own mm-hmm. versus when we're fighting and it takes five years. Yes. Okay. This brings me to our next question. Um, I was listening to one of your pod, or I forget if it was a podcast or um, one of your IGTV episodes, um, but you were talking about your inner bitch. <laughs> and oh my gosh, I related to that so much. So is there a way to kind of tell the difference between listening to yourself and hearing something negative and being like, okay, I need to feel this. I need to let this out or being able to tell, is this just my inner bitch? And like, do I need to just hear her and then like, let her be like, how do you tell the difference between just a negative emotion and then your actual inner bitch who's trying to self-sabotage? So it's both. And then they're, they're the same. And then they're not the same at the same time. So your emotion is one thing, whatever you're feeling, that disappointment, that anger, that, oh, I should have done better. The feeling is what you're feeling. The negative self-talk, that's the inner bitch. 
-hmm. how you respond, how your inner mind, how your inner voice responds to that feeling. That's the inner bitch. Mm. And that's when we're saying we're fighting it and we're fighting and we're like, oh, it feels so awful. And you just, you're sort of like bullying yourself in your mind, just making yourself feel so much worse by going over the scenario over and over and over and over and, you know, not doing like sleeping on it, waking up on it, and then just going all the day. Oh my God. Oh my God. I can't believe I did that or said that or was there or, oh my God. When that's okay again that's that voice is the inner bitch the feeling is the feeling and that's mm -hmm. what we do when we're fighting the feeling or and that's what i was mentioning when it's so much easier to just quiet the voice to be like okay shut up you mm -hmm. know like just stop even closing your eyes and breathing into the feeling the negative feeling so you let it out so you let it exist for as long as it needs to and again it usually takes five minutes or about so if you're just really breathing into the feeling versus fighting it and let me tell you let me be super honest it's taking me years to get to the point when it's like a minute but because it's so <laughs> counterintuitive to it to allow the feeling to be yeah we're used to no 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 no. it's good it's all good I'm gonna get over it see what mm -hmm. I mean interesting wow so well said um <laughs> so also you really made this transition in your life. So you started out as an interior designer and now you have worked your way to be a successful coach. Um, and I know you still love interior design. So how did you make that transition and trust yourself all the way through and like coach yourself um, to become a coach? Like what, what did that transition look like? What's your story like? Well, to start with, I'm still doing both and I'm still doing interior design and lifetime design. And that is, that has been a journey. We could do a full episode just in that journey. <laughs> the truth is, interior, I love interior design. It's one of my big passions in life. But when we took the jump of following, of fully going after our dreams, and in my case, I just fulfilling my life love dream of, dream of traveling the world, we went to over 27 countries in one trip that was like months long. I realized when I was talking about, oh my God, we did this, I accomplished this big, the reaction on people's faces were like, oh my God, that's so amazing. I could never do that. Oh, yeah. I wish I could travel, but I, you know, I can't because of, you know, work, my partner, finances, whatever you, you like blank, fill in the blank with whatever you, you can think of. Mm -hmm. And I heard all of that and I realized, but I'm just the same. I'm just a person that was also working. I mean, with not a million dollars in my bank account and still if I was able to make it, then anyone can make it. The, the one step that, that made it all possible was this is what I want and I just need to try it. I just need to give myself the option to say, I tried it and it's gonna happen or it's not gonna happen, but I'm just gonna give it my all. And once I did that, again, I, we took the trip and that became a reality. And I'm like, oh my God, yes, it's possible then I just had this responsibility. I felt like this inner calling to share this message of you can do it too, whatever that dream is, whatever as impossible as it may seem, yes, it's possible. Just trust yourself and trust. And the journey to go from interior design to that, that's what the funny part is. At first I thought, you know what, I'm just gonna quit interior design Speaking of that inner voice and when we feel like we're making a mistake, I'm like, I'm just going to quit interior design. Like just 
completely cold turkey and go full into spreading this message. And that was a total flop in so many ways because I just added all this pressure into this new journey that wasn't maybe necessary, like looking back on it, maybe it wasn't the wisest decision, but at the, at the time it felt right. And I'm very big on doing what feels right. Even if years back, I'm like, okay, I could have probably addressed that differently. <laughs> and at some point I'm like, I was like universe just guide me. Like I'm ready to be led into what's better because I'm trying this, I'm trying that, quitting this. And, and I felt more trapped than free, which was the whole point. And I feel like it's so important to share that because Nothing is just like this beautiful pink road where it's just roses and things are just easy or just sort of happen. Like we go through shed, right? There's obstacles on the way. I'm sorry if I'm not supposed to say that in the podcast. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but at, at some point I realized I can do both if I love both. I love interior design and I love telling women to love themselves and follow their dreams because I truly believe that. And I get to do that through interior design too, because I get to allow my clients to say yes to what they truly want in their homes versus what they think they should have just to impress their, their guests or what entertaining, because we look at magazines and we're like, that's the way my house is supposed to look. Just like when we look at social media and think that's the way my life is supposed to look. But it's about saying yes to ourselves and they both do that. And mm -hmm. so I do my best in both of my passions to help my clients say that yes. Yeah. So how, if I can ask, how are you kind of building your client list? Like, how are you positioning yourself as an expert in this space and um, like creating that success for you? Because you have the passion, you have the knowledge. Um, so yeah, how are you getting the support behind you? How are you getting the people to view your IGTV series? How are you getting the people to listen to your podcast? Kind of take us through like that part of it. Of course. So I've been doing this. I started this whole dream and adventure in 2018. So it's really been a, a journey. It's really been a huge journey and just, I'm not going to say consistency, though that's the right word and the right advice, <laughs> but you know, sometimes life gets in the way and sometimes you get busy, especially trying to do two things at the same time. So I'm doing my best to be consistent, relying on self-compassion when I can and just continue going. And the truth is, if we're being fully, fully honest and completely having the support of our of my interior design business that was already established for years is helping me stay patient and continue the chorus on this other passion that is sort of like a baby that is just starting yeah. to grow. Talk about self-acceptance as well. And that's something that I think a lot of people struggle with <laughs> um, physically, mentally, spiritually, like there's so much um, like everyone has a shadow self that they have to accept along with like their good self that they like to present to the world. Um, so do you have any tips on like self-acceptance? Oh, do I have tips on self-acceptance? <laughs> I have a whole course in self-acceptance, oh. but the, the truth is that is one of the biggest steps I had ever had to take to get to where I am, to where to feeling good in my skin, in my body and to just trust myself to follow all these dreams. Because 
the truth is you you can have everything you can have all the success you can have all the money the love the abundance like all of that but if you wake up in the morning and you can't stand the person staring back at you in the mirror you still need to hide yourself from yourself and that's not a peace that's not true success because you are not fully happy you don't feel fully complete but when the opposite happens when you learn to love that person love yourself your skin your mind your body your dreams embrace and accept all of that and release really it's about releasing expectations because all that stems from what we've been hearing our entire lives and made our own expectations made our own idea and i call her the in one of, in our self love course we talk about the ideal woman expectation that we each have in our mind that has been built again since we were little and all the things we were hearing and just you know absorbing from our parents grandparents the people around us at school all throughout our, our growing and formative years and we have this ideal scenario of what a woman should be look say not say behave and particularly look because for women that's so that's such a big expectation the way we look it's like we can't age we can't gain a pound we can't have you know an eyelash it's just wild and when we give this ideal woman a description and this is something your the listeners right now all the women listening can do and this is a good exercise just write down in a piece of paper what that ideal woman feels like to you like what does she look like how does she behave like if you were like if i could be perfect this is how i would look behave act say and once you're done with that piece of paper realize how much pressure that's putting onto yourself Gosh. how much you're like oh my god i'm so far from this like what the hell right yeah. and then burn that piece of paper burn it or just you know rip it but and fully be like i'm just releasing this and i'm going to be okay with who i am powerful it extra powerful step do it naked in front of the mirror oh my gosh oh my goodness that transformation can be very powerful when you're when you are willing to really face yourself and be like i'm going to be okay with who i am beautiful absolutely beautiful so you talk about your courses so how can we get involved with you you have courses you have your coaching tell us how we can find you well i i'm going to be completely honest i don't call it coaching i'm a designer i'm always going to be a designer i'm here to help you design your best and most rebel lifestyle or interiors if that's what you want me to help you design <laughs> uh, <laughs> So I would suggest you I would suggest you all start by going to mommysnotalwayswrite.com and download your free two chapters of the book because that's just a great way to see what I'm about and also get all the tips that I'm saying the second chapter the first chapter is very about why this all started in my own uh journey that I've been talking a little bit about this but also the second chapter we start talking about what that lifestyle will look like to you because it's very different for me it's about traveling and freedom just my husband and i for other people is having a big family and maybe a big company and being millionaires and then for other people it's just you know corporate world we all have different dreams and that's key to understand also just like our bodies and ourselves and we are unique and we need to accept that we also need to own our dreams 
own the fact that what I want is possible and it's capable and it's here for a reason. Like I have it in my heart and my mind for a reason. So what does that look like? What does my actual ideal lifestyle looks like? Mm -hmm. Is it having a successful business online? Is it maybe just retiring at 30 and being free to travel? Is it, you know, being a stay-at-home mom? What is it for you? Because whatever it is, it's perfect. But let's just put a name in a description so we know what we're working towards. Mm -hmm. Yes. I feel like um, going back to those expectations, like so often you could feel like I need to be like the best scientist and I need to also be the one who dresses the cutest and I need to also be the one who speaks the best. I need to also like keep up with the news and all that stuff. Like you could have so many expectations where really if like all those things were broken into like five different women, just totally crushing it and totally going all in on their one thing, you could all work so much better together than trying to just do it all, be a jack of all trades. That's really interesting. Right. And also, and another of the exercises we do in this other calls called radical clarity, which is specifically about getting super clear on what this dream is and what it is that you truly want is when you're sitting down to actually write, what is it that I really want for my life? You can realize if you truly want to be the one that dresses the cutest, if that truly makes you happy, or if that's about impressing other people, if you truly want to be the best scientist, because that's like, that's my passion. Or is it about, you know, making your mom proud because she's always said you couldn't or something. Mm -hmm. You see what I mean? And then we, just like you release the physical expectations, releasing the dreams that are not yours releasing the dreams that are not about making you happy, that are not, that once you accomplish it, because that's something we also need to learn because again, no one says this, or at least we don't learn it. At least I didn't learn it growing up. No one ever said that to me. We sometimes have this acquired dreams, I call them, that are like borrowed dreams. Like someone said, I should have, like those coaches that said, I made a million dollars in a year. Okay, that's my new dream. I also want to make a million dollars in a year. And once you start like, why? What would it take me? And you realize that if you ever do hit that, or even if you're past that, or you make $10 million, you're not that much more happier. You were just doing that to do that, right? When maybe what would have made you happiest, you know what? Same dream turned around. I just want enough money so I can wake up at whatever time I want and travel. Now that's a dream that's going to make me happy. And if that ends up being a million dollars in a year, then so be it. But you see the difference? It's just shifting that perspective towards what do what will really make me happy? What is it that I really want? Yeah, it's, I feel like it's very like intuitive with your actual soul. Right. How beautiful. Right. I love this. Well, thank you so much for all of these amazing tips. I have a whole page of notes here. <laughs> so <laughs> in the description box, I will definitely link your Instagram, your website, your book, everything. Is there any final advice or final thoughts you want to leave us with? Yes, of course. Just as you're going through your day today, just remember to take a few minutes every time you remember to just breathe and ask yourself, am I okay? Am I doing okay? Do I need more water? Do I need another coffee? Do I need to call a friend? Do I just need to maybe go to the restroom and just freshen up? Because it's so important that we remember to be here in the moment. Life is happening right now. It's not going to happen tomorrow, the next week, next year, when you're X amount of years or X amount of money in the bank. Life is happening today, right now. And it's also an act of self-love to take a step back, breathe. And if you want to say three things you're grateful for in those few seconds, oh my God, you're going to feel so much better afterwards. 
Amazing. Simple tips, real like actionable, simple tips. Thank you so much, Kendra. This was so fun. You are just a breath of fresh air and such a light. And um, I had so much fun chatting with you, getting to know you. Thank you so much, Francesca. And thank you, everyone listening. Go to mommiesnotalwaysright.com. Download your two free chapters and get started on your self-love journey and following the dreams that will actually make you happy. Yes. Yes. I will be reading the two chapters as well with everybody listening. (laughs) Thanks so much, Kendra. I'll see you. Okay. Thank you, Francesca. Bye-bye.